Welcome to Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. The show is always alive, always a vibe, and of course, always positive. Guys, enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. Of course, you can check me out on Instagram, Chelsea.swift. I don't know why I had to like pause. I guess I was thinking about all the innovation um, that I post over there. It's like very creative, Um, positive quotes, obviously food that I make, stuff. There's nothing innovative over there, but you can check my real life out. Yes, my real life. Anyways, speaking of real life, was 2020 real life? Probably not. So let's get into it. Let's get into some inspiration. I'm going to get into like some 2021... I don't want to say rules, but like before you set resolutions, nobody touch anything. Like everyone, silence. It's not your year. It's not my year. It's not Barney's year, Oprah. Everyone sit down, hold hands. We're in this together. Like let's not fuck this up. So guys, let's get into a couple of inspirational tips so that you can get back on track and feel like a normal, maybe not normal person for 2021. I don't know. Anyways, again, you guys can check out my 30-day weight loss program. It's an audio series on the Patreon app. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes, that spells Patreon. Check it out. It is a 30-day weight loss program. You probably need it for 2021. Check it out. Check it out. And let's just get into what you came for. So number one, I want to get into like maybe like five different tips from like a mentality perspective. And I don't know why it's like taking me hours to talk today. But basically, the first thing is relax. All religions, Cheetos are welcome. I just wanted to give you like some positive things to think about before you get into your crazy resolutions and you start cutting mac and cheese and you think that like pulled pork is like bad for you. Just like everyone relax. Number one, claim your day. Now I know everybody's a part of a 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. club. If you want to succeed, you need to wake up with the sun. So I get that. That can be super annoying when it comes to motivation. Everybody's done that. It's not original. Again, we're not innovating Instagram, but how you start your day is everything. So I want to give you some tips to like just feel your best moving into a new year. It's not about conquering the year. It's really just about conquering your day, your personal day, but most importantly, like doing things that make you happy, not Instagram happy. Cause I think sometimes we can see people doing shit and we're like, I want to do that. And then you do it and you're like, why am I making apple pie crust from scratch? There's a reason you don't do that. It does not make you happy. So before you think you need to run 15 businesses and you need to like squat up and girl boss and hashtag and all that stuff, Let's just start with like claiming your fucking day. So get up in the morning. One of the things that I did that I do, but one of the things I did to make sure I remember is right above my dresser because we have like the way the bed is. It faces like the window. So sunshine coming in. Right. And I see my dresser and then what's above my dresser right there. So it says start each day with a grateful heart. I know it's super original. Again, we're innovating everything on here. But it's a little sign that I wake up to, whether it's unconsciously or consciously, I'm taking that in every day. Why am I telling you that? Why am I sub? Why am I describing my bedroom to you? Because when you get up in the morning, I'm not saying you need to have like, you know, cathedral like ceilings and angels like coming down from the sky, but having some point of like, recognition of gratitude of something that you are passionate about something that reminds you that you're blessed is such a game changer when it comes to your mindset even if that's a picture of your family you know why do you get up at 5 fucking a.m probably for your family right probably for the things that you want to achieve in life right so that's what i'm trying to share with you is If you are stumbling through your day, it's because you are not claiming it from the very beginning. I'm not telling you to do hours of yoga, you know, deep breathing exercises. I'm not telling you to go, 
you know, into your mindset and meditate for an hour. But I am saying that your first image in the morning, what you're truly waking up to is either going to inspire you or have you run mindlessly through your day. So I just say claim your day. And the first thing that you really want to claim is that clutter. I talk about this all the time, but there should never be clutter in your bedroom. It's such a Zen thing. You can look it up again with the innovation. We've all heard of feng shui, but I'm just saying like when you claim your day in the morning, when you start to align better habits in the morning, that usually comes from just getting organized. So claim your day, but most importantly, declutter your space that you wake up to every day would really be the first tip, which is like, I didn't write that down at all, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, what does make me feel super inspired? If I had a picture up of like something that wasn't inspiring, that really wouldn't set my mood for the day. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why it doesn't matter if 50 shades of gray is popular right now and everything in your room is black and white. Add some color if it's inspiring to you. Add a painting that's inspiring to you. Add a picture that's inspiring to you. But have something that you look at every day that makes you look forward to your life. And again, mine is a very like simple, it's very simple. <laughs> it just says, you know, start your day, start each day with a grateful heart. It just reminds me that like I'm already so blessed. Anything I do from here is a bonus. So I get up and I automatically get into like appreciating mode. So when I see the grateful um, sign, I automatically start looking around the room for other things to be grateful for. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if Brad Pitt comes over to you and sits on your lap and gives you a million dollars. You just won't appreciate it. You just won't be grateful for it. If you cannot just get up and simply be grateful that you have another day, that the sun is shining. And I know every day is not easy, especially in 2020, but for real, the, even just the sun shining, I'm like, yes, I get to sun today. Like, at least that is going right, right? So the next thing I'm going to say, or I guess share with you, is your first 15. Now, again, we all have different lives, different schedules, take what resonates. We also have different religions. Um, so pray to your Cheetos, your Cheez-Its, whatever you do. But you need to put your faith into something, even if that's just you. I'm telling you, faith is a real thing. And I don't want to push religion on you, but here's what I do for the first 15 minutes in the morning. Number one, I pray. So five minutes, I pray. It's called the first 15. You can look it up. Again, guys, super innovating. Um, but truly, this has helped my mind. So for five minutes, I'll pray. Some people meditate. Some people say affirmations. Some people read positive quotes. I just personally pray. It's just like saying, oh, I'm grateful for this. Or you can say thank you for things, or you can ask for things that you want. It doesn't really matter, but it's just five minutes to pray. And then five minutes of journaling. It could be that weird dream where like you were riding a shark and you had like a machine gun and a velociraptor came out of nowhere. Like write your dream down, like write down what you're looking forward to, write your schedule down. What are you going to eat that day? Like your journal could be anything. Again, it could be like, I had another dream about Brad Pitt. I don't know what this means. I think we're solely mates. So five minutes of reading after that, pick anything. I usually do A Course in Miracles because it's this giant book that I feel like I'm never going to get through. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read five minutes every day. And eventually by the time I die, I'll read this entire book. I had this mission, by the way, I was like, truly over the summer, I was like, I'm going to take this book with me everywhere and I'm going to read it and it's going to be great and whatever. Long story short, it's over a thousand pages and I'm not making excuses, but it's one of those books that like every single sentence you need to stop, or at least I do. I'm like that slow person in the grocery store where I need to like stop and look at every little thing and turn it around and read it and then ponder how this person came up with cranberry pastry puff cheese thing that they wrap all together. Like who invented this? I want to kiss them on the mouth. So anyways, that's me reading this book. Every sentence I'm like, what are they saying? Like, and then I need to like think about it. So anyways, it's going to take me my whole life to read this book. I've realized that. So I just started to add it five minutes in the morning, read it for five minutes, 
pretend you're going to actually finish it one day. Stop. So again, if you're that type of person that you're like, keep saying you're going to read books and then you do this weird thing where like one day you're like, today I'm going to read and you whip through 55 pages and then you never see that book again and stuff. Then three months later, it's on your coffee table and you're like acting like you fucking read that shit and people are asking you questions and you're like answering them in a very monotone way where like you could be giving the right answer, but like nobody knows because you're not really answering it. I feel you. That's me all the time. But one of the things I did is I started to add it in the morning. And not only will you actually read, but you'll end up reading more books throughout the week because it'll inspire you to bring a book with you in the car for a long drive. Or if you're going to be at the beach, by the pool, whatever. Clearly, I'm dreaming of the beach because it's winter where I am. So anyways, the first 15 is super important to me. I wake up. I see my little attitude of gratitude sign. I'm automatically grateful for my health, for my life, for everything that's in my room, sparkling, the sun is coming in, I'm feeling blessed, and I just do five minutes of praying, five minutes of journal, five minutes of reading, and it's called the first 15, and truly, it helps me claim my day. And again, it doesn't matter who you pray to if you don't believe in anything at all, at least put your faith in yourself for the day. And take that time to just say, you know, I'm grateful for things. You know, you can ask for things. You could be like a little Santa Claus wish. It doesn't even need to be anything specific. But taking that mental space truly will change your life within 21 days. So number two, restructure. So how many people had a weird year? Raise your hand. Yes, that's all of us. Let me ask you a question though. Are you still running your days like you did before the pan femi, which femi, stop, the pan femic, which stands for fuck everything, mic drop, I don't care. Reset your schedule is what I'm trying to say. So number two, restructure, reset your schedule. If you have not done that yet, that is probably why you're not having a good day or you're feeling like you're left behind or you're watching me crush it. And you're like, wow, does she have all this energy? I'm telling you right now, claim your day. You know, don't be above anything. Like for real, putting your faith in something is huge. Girl, you need Cheez-Its. I've said that before because again, we don't like to offend people. It's like the happy holidays thing. Like I never say Merry Christmas because I don't fucking know what you celebrate. So same thing. I don't know what religion you celebrate, but you got to pray. Got to pray to something. Okay. You got to believe in something. Go to journal can write down weird things. It just helps me be less weird so that I don't say it in a conversation that I'm having. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, but it's already out. Like that's what happens to me all the time. Super inappropriate, which is why you like this podcast. But for real, like journaling will help you clear your mind from that weird dream. You know, like, especially if you had like a nightmare or something, like, do you want to walk around with that in your head? No, write it down. Like that was weird. You know what I mean? Get that out of your mind. Set the tone for your day. What would make your day? Write that down. Be like, all right, coffee is going to be amazing. I'm going to sit in the sun. I'm going to people watch and stuff. I really do that. And then read for like five minutes. You know, don't go on your phone. Don't go scrolling around for someone's baby picture. Who cares? Like read something, infuse your mind. Working out your mind is just as important as working out your body. So even if it's just a magazine, I'm not even telling you to be serious about it. You could be like, well, I believe in cosmopolitan. So pray to that. Be like, I'm so grateful for this new bag. Like whatever you need to do, just find your happiness within you. Like that's all that claiming your day is. And then the restructure thing is so important too, because it's like resetting your schedule. So if you're not a morning shower person, shower. If you're not a a drummer, buy a drum. It's just time to make an actual change. So if 2020 taught me anything, it's like move bitch, get out the way. It's truly what 2020 like steamrolled me. I know it steamrolled a lot of people, but it's true. Life is what it is. So don't get run over by it. You know what I mean? Things are going to happen. Don't get run over by it. Like move out of the way. Just adjust, adapt fail, fail again, try again, maybe give up, cry into your wine, but then get up. You'll be fine. Try again. And if you don't try to readjust and structure now, you're just going to take this energy into 2021, which was the whole point of coming on here today, because I see a lot of people like, where is the hope? So 
Where is the Christmas star? But seriously, just look at your life and be like, okay, so it's weird. It's upside down. It's Mad Hatter. It's backwards. It's Alice in Wonderland. I fell down a dark hole. What the fuck is going on? That's everyone. So work with that shit. Like every day I get up, it is not the same. I used to be a very structured person up at the same time, doing the same things. I believed in rituals and I'm telling you slowly, but surely I had to just read the energy of the day. Like truly, truly would pull out my tarot cards and be like, what kind of fucking day is this? Like, and just read the energy. Okay. It's, it's not a good day to run around and try to do a thousand, a thousand things. Other days it was like, you have to push through, you know, other days I had to push through, get things done. So the most important thing that I learned though, is that if you just stay stuck in that energy, you will end up getting stuck. So if you don't readjust or restructure, you'll stay stuck and you'll end up giving up. So that's with everything in life. So just reset your schedule as many times as you need to. I talk about this on weight loss podcasts all the time, but like resetting no matter what is the most important because that ensures that you never give up, that you keep going with whatever you're trying to do. The only successful people you see in weight loss and business and anything are the people that simply kept going. That's it does not mean they haven't failed or it was perfect or it wasn't easy. Like, welcome to everybody's life. Everybody has a story, right? And speaking of those, I got a ton of write-ins, which I'm really excited about. I think I'm going to pull like three or four for the end. So stick around for the end. We do weekly questions. But anyways, that's everything in life. If you have been getting up, feeling sorry for yourself, like wiping off the Cheetos from your sweatshirt, being like, what do I do? Just start again. Like start anew, my friend. Like today is new. Don't get fucking run over. Just get up, get it done. Who cares? Number three, allow and let go. Now is the time to release 2020 into the dark night of the soul where it belongs. Stop. Spiritual news alert. You're not crazy. You're probably ascending. So adjusting to a massive energy shift on earth was huge this year. Maybe you're into spirituality. Maybe you're into religion. Maybe you're not. Take what resonates. But there was a massive shift in the earth's energy field. You can go look it up. But if you don't play with tarot cards, it basically means that you're not mental. You're not sick. You're not dying. Your ego is mental. It's sick and it's dying. So as you experience weird energy, crazy energy, release it, allow it, let it go. Things come up in life to teach us lessons. They can be really scary at first, like a panic attack, for instance. I never had one of those before until this year. And that was a crazy experience. But it was what? My nervous system releasing what? Pent up energy. So when that happens, allow it to happen. Release it. Allow it. Release it. That's it. That's how you let that energy go. But like being afraid and holding on and running, that's never going to happen. So let it go. 2020 has been a serious year of growth for so many people spiritually, energetically, emotionally, physically. And everybody's like talking about mental health, talking about mental health. And I can't help but like, look at it. Like, listen, you're also an energy fucking field. That's a real thing. You also have chakras. That's a real thing. You have light within you that can get dense, that can get trapped over years depending on what you eat, what you experience, how you internalize it, your thoughts, everything all together connects. So before you think you're fucking mental or sick or dying, maybe your ego is dying. Maybe your ego is sick because it is. And maybe your ego is mental because it is. So release it, allow it, let it go. But I couldn't get into relax, Claim your day, restructure without saying allow and let go. Allow the weird things to come and go. I think most importantly, what I've learned in 2020 is don't give in to fear. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't want to touch on it too much, but like let your emotions come up and let them go. Let your mental weirdness, mental weeks or mental whatever, let that come up and then let it go. Like stop defining yourself is what I'm saying. Like Don't be so quick to just let a doctor say that like you're fucking crazy. Like maybe it's your energy. 
Maybe you need to do yoga, girl. Maybe you need a deep breathing session. Like if the traditional way isn't working, maybe you just try something new, but like for real, restructure is real. And I think that's what 2020 is teaching everybody is maybe you're not on the path. Maybe you do need to be moved. Maybe you do need to realign with something else. So before you think you're crazy, just try to do something new. Like you're not a drummer, buy a drum. You know what I mean? You don't know how to sing, sing anyways. Maybe it'll make your heart sore. We don't know, but all we do know is that allow and let go is real. It's so healthy with everything in life, especially clutter, right? You ever clean out a closet, you throw shit away. You're like, oh my God, I love it. It feels so much better about my life, right? It's the same thing with your mind, the same thing with your emotions, the same thing with your mental attitude. People are always asking me, why are you so positive? Why are you so positive? Because I just don't care. I let it go. I just don't care to hold on to weird shit, right? That I don't need. I like to collect the positive things. I like to polish my beautiful memories. That's what I hold on to. I like to put faith into things. I forgive easily. You know, these are all things that allow and let go is really going to help you grow. Glenn, grow, grow. So let's get into the next thing. You grow, Glenn, grow, grow. So the reason I brought that up is you may not realize it, but the growth game was so strong this year for so many people, even if it was just, like I said, getting up and pushing through your mental space, you know, maybe you've been struggling with, with that for years and it just would take so much energy just to get up and shower. Like growth is uncomfortable. It requires some discomfort. Uncomfortable, then you're probably growing. So with that being said, you need sun, you need water, you need rest. I know everybody's going to jump right into 2021 and try to claim it as their own. And I get it. We do it every year. We're like, this is the year that I look like Britney Spears. Like everybody does it. We get it. You're going to run 15 businesses. It's going to be, you're going to be great. You're doing great, honey. So you probably need to relax. You probably need to reset. You probably need to realign some shit, right? Maybe your energy. So you need sun, water, and rest to grow as well. So don't forget that is all I'm saying. Like another reason I'm so positive out here making wonton chips, living my blessed life is I know when to rest. I know when to pull back. I know when to push forward. It's all a game. It really is. It's like you can't have energy without rest. You can't have energy without proper sleep. You, you cannot eat kale if you don't have wine, I'm convinced. So that's what I'm trying to help you with is like finding your little balance that helps you grow, like truly grow. So you need sun, you need water, you need rest. It's not all about indulging and laying around like a plant, like a house plant. Stop. Wait, stop. In my next life, can I come back as a, ho- a well-kept house plant would be like my next life goal. Anyways. A fancy one, like a like a really pretty fancy one. Anyways, for real, everybody that wants to run 12 businesses, be a movie star, and have their dog blow up on the gram overnight, just relax. If at night you don't feel happy, you'll just keep adding to your to-do list until you burn out. So if you're going into 2021 and you're like, well, what the fuck? I want to be an author. I said, Chelsea, Chelsea wrote a book. I want to write a book. Just chill for a sec. Like, you are the only person that needs to be happy. I've been there. I've been there and I've checked it off. So I'm telling you right now, doesn't matter what you pick for a career. Doesn't matter what you pick for a goal. You just have to make sure that it's worth suffering for, being a little bit uncomfortable for. Why? Because all growth requires it. You're going to be a little fucking uncomfortable. So really think about what's going to truly make you happy because it's truly at the end of the day, once you achieve that, how does it feel? Right? It's it. That's how it is. It's like, it's not about writing a book or making money from writing a book. It's like, how do you feel now? And that's with everything. So I'm just going to encourage you on that level. Like as you grow, know the difference between being uncomfortable to eventually enhance your life on many different levels versus being uncomfortable to enhance your life on one level maybe two or just superficial things like I want to have a nice body or I want to have a nice bag or I want to have lots of money. That's all great things. You should have those things, but pair it with 
how you're feeling, you know, pair it with like, I want this goal because it's paired with my best feeling. So I want to have a nice body and feel like the best version of myself. You know, I want to have a lot of money, but I want to do it. You know, I want to have that while doing what I love. That's what I'm trying to help you with. Like, that's what has helped me pursue the things that I really want to pursue because it's paired up with like, well, yeah, obviously I want to achieve that and be successful, but I want to do it on a level where I feel infused, right? Because that's the thing. That's what gives you energy, right? Is feeling abundant and like living an abundant, healthy lifestyle is really just you doing you. I know that's like the most simple answer in the entire universe. But if you are looking for an answer, you're like, I feel dead at the end of 2020 because you're not doing enough things that make you feel alive. So cut the draining things. And and it can feel weird being like, I can't go there. I can't go to that event. I feel tired. I, I haven't rested or whatever. But you have to do you. Like you have to infuse you. And if 2020 has taught me anything, it's really taught me to like chill, claim my day, less is more type of thing. And I was such an action, action, action person. Action, make it happen. Action, make it happen. But I realized that like the actual enhancement of your life is really in the feeling. It's really in the being. At the end of the day, if you're exhausted for all the wrong reasons, it will never complete you. And that's what I really realized. So passing that on to you, you know, take what resonates. But 2020 was all about, yes, growing. Yes, being a little bit uncomfortable, but like realizing why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Getting that much needed sun, water, rest and putting things in your life that make you feel powerful, that truly empower you on a different level. Like that is truly what's going to bring out the best light within you and help you shine and all that stuff. So I guess the whole point is if you want to feel better this year, do things that you love for no reason and stop giving a fuck about everything else. Like seriously, you don't need to post three times a day on Instagram to be successful. You don't even need a fucking social media page to be successful. Look at my fiance. He's fucking, he's married to me and he's not even on social media. I'm kidding. But guys, you don't need to do shit that you don't like to impress people that don't like you. You really don't. So like do what makes you happy and you'll always be growing and glowing in the right direction. But if you're doing things to impress people, like again, that don't notice or don't like you, you'll always feel like just a little bit, a little bit off, you know, you'll just always feel a little off schedule, a little off, you know, whatever. So I guess to wrap that up, focus on how you feel. You might not feel comfortable. Okay. Like, cause growth requires change. It can be uncomfortable, but ultimately you will feel better if just for you, like just because you're expanding things that truly infuse you on a different level. So that's all I'm throwing out there. Like if you truly, cause the thing is we, I think as we move into 2021, everybody wants to be that authentic version of themselves. And the only way you do that is just by letting yourself be the little fucking weirdo that you are. Do the little fucking weird things you want to do. It made no sense for me to swear on a podcast and then make a rhyming children's book. Like that's so off brand. Like, why would you do that? Because I fucking wanted to. That's why I did that. Cause I felt like it. So do things because you feel like it, obviously if it's not harming people, but like, you know, do your thing because you want to, because it inspires you because you feel good when you do it. Right. So do you, your growth game is like what you want to do. Stop trying to achieve that impossible body by eating fucking pounds of broccoli that you despise. Like that's never going to make you happy. It's like, yeah, will you get the body? Sure. But like pair it with that feeling. That's what I'm talking about. Like feel my best. That's how you attract the best by being the best, feeling the best, but it's your personal best. It's not anybody else's best. It really isn't. So number five, staying blessed. So love, health, water, hot shower, healthy food, family, friends, laughter, 
Netflix was, wait, wait, was Netflix not the MVP of this year? Raise your hand. Yes. So if the only prayer you said, I guess the whole point of wrapping up with this is if the only prayer you said this year, you're like, I don't believe in anything. Uh, fine, fine. Sit over there with your little bad attitude. But if the only prayer you said this year was thank you, that would truly be enough. So stay fucking blessed. Count your blessings. You know, so many people want to talk about like, I'm going to get this degree and I'm going to get this job and I'm going to get this raise. And like, that was my focus for years. I'm like, I just want to be like the baddest bitch, like making the most money. Fuck all these people. Like I had a really crazy attitude at one point. And then I started to realize the real flex is happiness. The real flex is when your relationship is actually good in real life and not in pictures. The real flex is when you are actually truly like, you feel like you have purpose. You feel like you are making an impact in life. You feel like you're not a piece of shit. Like you actually feel like, oh my God, I'm nice to people. I'm kind to people. I give back. I do my thing. Right. And you're not taking pictures of it. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like your stay blessed attitude. It's so simple. It's like waking up in the morning refreshed. It's like baking for fucking no reason. It's like the littlest things in life are truly the happiest points of your life. It's not these big destinations that you think like, oh, when I do that, I'm going to feel like so boss. It's really like it's found in that process of creation. It's found in like the little steps that you took. It's found in like just the smallest things. Like I said, like just laughing with your family, with your friends, like little things like that, like waking up healthy, waking up to have another day, like truly is what you want to focus on in your life because it's never about the big things that you get. It's always about the the little things and the moments and who you share that with. So for me personally, stay blessed, like hashtag stay blessed. I don't have any like artificial goals for myself anymore. My sole purpose is to like just feel really happy and feel really blessed and like capitalize on that. Like you know what I mean? As I continue in life, I just want to keep being positive. I just want to be able to forgive and forget and like have compassion for people and be kind. Like that's what I'm working on is like my own morality. Like it's become this kind of thing with 2020 being like, oh, 2020 was going to be my year and the podcast is going to blow up and I was going to crush it. And like, you know, I had that egotistical vibe in the beginning and slowly but surely, I started to realize that like being a better fucking human is what it's all about. Like just being your best self. Like you have no idea how many people you impact. And like, that's what I realized. Like, why do I need millions of listeners when I have thousands of listeners that listen to me that I make a really strong impact on people that I inspire in my everyday life, my nieces and my nephews, like who knows who they'll be, right? Like you inspire people that pretend to not even see you. And so my whole goal is to just be that living being person that like, wow, that person really like does it though. You know what I mean? Like they don't just talk about it. Like they really are nice. They really are inspiring. They really are positive, right? They really are a happy person. And so that's hopefully what I left you with today, which is just relax. Don't worry about setting so many resolutions, getting all these different things. What are you going to get? What are you going to get? What are you going to get? I would just say reflect. Think about what you gave and what you can give because what you give is exactly what you get. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Just wanted to say 2021 resolutions will come soon enough. They will come to you. You will be inspired just randomly and you're going to be like, I need to take action on that. But until then, have a little what I like to call winter reflections where all has died. Everything is dark. It's fucking cold. The only thing holding me together is Trader Joe's and Netflix. No, I'm kidding. But guys, for real, if you truly get up in the morning, you claim your day, you restructure a little bit, flow with the day, whatever. If you're normally like a 5 a.m. riser and you suddenly are getting out of bed at 8 a.m., Oh my God, just relax and restructure, adjust, allow, let go, let things fall away, let things come together, right? It's kind of the whole vibe of this year. And then of course, you know, the growth game has been strong for everybody. Even the people thinking 
that they've failed and nothing's gone right this year, it couldn't be further from the truth. Truly, if you're uncomfortable, you're growing. So trust me when I say it's all meant for the bigger purpose, bigger, bigger than you even know. So revive, re-energize, reset, reflect, and let's get into some weekly questions. So all right, I'm probably going to pick like three or four. If you're not, hit to what's fresh. I can't inform you. No, I'm kidding. So we usually do the weekly questions. Again, you can write in on chelseaswiftblog.com. You can follow me on Instagram, chelsea.swift. Message me. Let me know if you like this podcast. I talk to my podcast listeners all the time. I love when you guys message me. I love you just as much as you love me. So message me, holler at me, and let's get into it. <clears throat> <clears throat> hey, Charles, I've written in before and wanted to give you an update. A while back, you gave me advice about a breakup. Long story short, my boyfriend of two years broke up with me because he wanted me to, quote unquote, find myself. Even though I felt like he was the one and I should fight for him, you told me to go do my own thing, get into new hobbies, meet new people, and really just focus on school and work. Well, it's been over a year and I am now engaged to him. Within six months, I realized that if he didn't see my value, that was his loss. I started substitute teaching on the side, found a new bestie at a paint class. Anyways, I just wanted to update you because you told me being single was one of the best stages in your life and that I should really enjoy myself or as you put it, date yourself. Stop. I probably did say that. And so, and I just think so many girls slash women need to hear that again because you said it in such a non-toxic way. And I really thank you for your guidance. And she put heart emoji, hands up. That's right. Back up, Oprah. There's a new mimosa in town. Splashes pomegranate. All right. So I definitely probably said that. And I think that wasn't really a question. That was more of an update. But I picked this one because she was like, I think more women need to hear the date yourself thing. Here's what I'm going to tell you especially for me with 2020, like I got engaged in December of 2019. So like technically I got engaged in 2020. When you think about it, like, hey, why not just wait till January 1st? It's the end of the year. But anyways, so by the time I was ready to actually start planning, I don't know anybody out there engaged understands what I'm about to say. I am not the girl with the Pinterest that has all the shit picked out. Like that's not me at all. I'm like, I could care less, right? You could, like, we'll get into it another time. But anyways, by the time I was ready to start, actually, all right, I got to get my shit together. I got to start planning this. It was like March of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. The reason I bring this up, you're like, what does this have to do with being single? You're talking about your engagement. Relax. As that happened, what happened to my timeline? Yet again, my perfect timeline in my head of like, we're going to get engaged, then we're going to get married, then we're going to have our first kid on, on this date at this time. Then what happened? I was postponed again by the universe. So what am I trying to tell you? If you are single right now, st- like just enjoy it, right? And then I even thought about it for 2020, having to like sit on my hands, not plan anything with my wedding. And even towards the end, being able to kind of like do food tastings and pick a venue, it still was like, this is some bah humbug shit. Like wearing a mask and it's cold out. I was just like, this is just not the vision, right? So here's what I'm going to say. Don't force anything to happen. Don't force things to go your way. Things aren't going your way. Find your flow, baby. And that's all I was saying to her. And the reason she's like, I think so many women girls should hear this is like, I didn't say it in like, oh, like just be single and like go out and party. I was saying like, just focus on being like your best self and really enjoy the time you have. Like, cause seriously, between work, hitting the gym, spending time with your family and friends, do you even have time for a boyfriend? No, you have to make time for them. That usually cuts into other time, like reading your magazine and painting your nails. So I was just saying, enjoy that part of your life where they're not asking you for a snack like every five minutes. And then now you're going to go whip them up something gourmet because like you're just a boss like that. So date yourself is real. Make yourself a nice dinner with a little wine and a candle. What's wrong with that? Who cares if it's just you and your cat? I'm just saying like date yourself. 
that whole vibe is really about treating yourself nice. And it doesn't matter if you're single, if you've been married for like a million years, anyone can date themselves. Like I do it all the time. I still do it. I'm like, girl, what do you need? Stop. What do you need? You look like you need some new lip gloss. So you have to have that vibe because I swear it just gives you this like better energy. And that's all I was trying to help her with is like, if you follow him around, it's just not attractive. Like it really isn't like, think about what attraction is. It's like you are pulling in, you're not following something, right? Like you're magnetizing, you're not chasing. So that's kind of the vibe. And like, anyways, I guess date yourself is also what's meant for you will always be meant for you. So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to stress about it. Live your, live your best life, single, engaged, married, kids, no kids, whatever stage you're at in life, just embrace it. I guess that's the other thing I'm trying to bring up is like, just embrace your stage. Everybody wants to be everywhere so fast. It's like, what do you think happens after you get married and you have kids? You die. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. But seriously, why is everyone in a rush for the end? Enjoy your youth. Okay. Enjoy your youth. Enjoy your bouncy boobs. I'm just kidding. Guys, just enjoy your life. Have fun with it. Enjoy whatever stage you're at. Feel blessed for your health. Again, it's very simple things. A clean home, a hot shower, a nice meal. You know what I'm saying? Just live your blessed life. I'm telling you. Date yourself as a real, you know, because that's the other thing. I remember talking to her about this. I'm like, aren't there things that like you've wanted to do that he's annoying and he won't do with you? Go do those things. Like go like that paint class, you know, she met like one of her best friends now in a paint class that I'm sure he probably had zero interest in going. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. No matter what stage you're in, just go do the things that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? All right. Next thing. Love your podcast. Would like to remain anonymous. Got it. I recently quit my job due to a number of factors, but one being the way my employer has treated me. Every day, one particular employee who happened to be my boss and was related to the owner would make my life miserable. Obviously, no one in the office or company would say anything, but she was mean to everybody. Now that it's been a few months, I'm realizing I love my job. I just hated working in such a bad environment. Sad face. What would be your advice? Should I email my former boss? Do I mention the relative? Any advice would be great as I am career focused and looking for all the help slash assistance I can get. Hmm. Well, first of all, environment is everything. Like for me personally, the reason I branched out on my own, I wanted to do my own thing, like live what's called the laptop laptop lifestyle, which just basically means that all your work is on your laptop. So you can do it from anywhere, which you are still working by the way. So people that glamorize that and they like post pictures of like them on the beach working on their laptop, they're fucking liars. Cause first of all, why would you want sand to get on your brand new laptop? And secondly, stop. It's so true. Like when I see like, do you want to live a laptop lifestyle? It's like, okay. Like that's not at all how it is. You still have to work. But anyways, Think about it. It's like being in school and you have a paper due. You would still have to be writing that shit. You can't just like be on the beach, sun in your eyes with a mimosa like, I think I'm typing. Like it doesn't work that way. But anyways, anyways, let's get serious. I wanted to branch out on my own because for me, environment is everything. But also I was very much already like a one woman show doing my own thing on my laptop anyways. So for me, it made sense. I don't know what you do for a job, but I can tell you that it doesn't matter if you're like a a one ship type of person, like how I am, or if you work with a team or, you know, you're going to be communicating with different, I don't know your rank or what's going on, but I would say environment is probably like the number one thing. So I, I don't know that like emailing your, like, I don't know, this whole question is confusing to me because I don't know that emailing anybody is going to help anything. Like if you're looking for closure, I would just say that obviously it wasn't working out. Obviously that person has high rank. If they are a fucking relative, they're going to be picked over you. And I would just say, don't even bother like emailing them. I guess if you just want to like, let them know you can like, Hey, by the way, here's why I left. But I think you should have done that when you gave your resignation. So what I would just say 
It's just like, let it go. You know, is what it is. But environment is everything. So now as you move forward, before you even apply or rebuild a resume, what I would do is really think about the type of environment that you want to be working at. So look back at all your previous jobs, make a little pro and con list. What did you like about the job? What didn't you like? Because everybody has a field. Do you want to go into a new field? The same field, you know, really take a look at that and then prospect from there, like prospect it as you would a sale. Just start looking at companies that have that desirable environment or whatever. But here's what I really will say. I don't think that you should email anybody about it um, or mention it unless you're just doing it out of the grace of like, okay, you know, I did like the company and I did like my job and I just want to let them know that this is why I left type of thing. If you're doing it for like good reasons, otherwise you just sound like weird emailing them and being like, by the way, stop. By the way, Sheila is a fucking bitch. Like you don't want to do that. You just want to be like, you know, and I would personally call. I wouldn't even email. I would just like call my boss and be like, hey, like, I know, like, you know, just approach it like lightly. Just be like, I just wanted to like let you know or just tell HR. You know what I mean? You can always email. But I would I would just say, shut the door. If you're looking to really be career focused at this point, let bygones be bygones. Do a pro and con list. Figure out what's important to you. A lot of people think it's the paycheck. Sometimes it's the environment. Sometimes it comes down to commute. You know, you want this big job in the city. They're going to pay you this. You're going to have all the benefits and you're driving in every day and you're like, fuck my life. Like, I hate commuting. So it's everybody has their thing, though. You know what I mean? Some people will drive, you know, four hours if it, if it was paying them enough. You know what I mean? We all have our little incentives. So write down your top, you know, three incentives. Here's why I go to work type of thing. Find companies that resonate with the same type of incentives and you will find your match. But I really think it's all about matching up like what truly is going to make you feel, um, I don't want to say feel successful, but like feel fulfilled, right? As you move forward. But yeah, that's all I would say about that. I think that's, you know, especially since it happened a few months ago, like I said, it just sounds like you're thinking about it. You want closure. I wouldn't email anyone for that. And if you really wanted to put in like a formal complaint, that's something that you should probably call and talk to someone like in HR to make it like a non-personal thing. Just more of a like, hey, just for your companies, you know, just so you know, type of thing, like kind of like more of a heads up versus, oh, just like, you know, gossip type of thing. The next question. Hey, Chelsea, thank you for podcasting. This is going to sound creepy, but I love your voice. Thanks, babe. No, I'm kidding. Um, there's just something about it that makes my day, calms my nerves, and you always make me laugh out loud, literally. Oh, I don't know what I would have done without you in 2020, so thank you. My question is about sex. Okay. And since I've had my fourth child, I've noticed my husband and I aren't as intimate. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's cheating or anything. I just have noticed he doesn't seem as interested as he once was. Any advice on spicing it up? Mind you, we have been quarantined with four kids. Kill me. So in parentheses, it says kill me with the gun. So I'm sure that doesn't help. But just any tips on how to be romantic, more attractive would be great. Okay, first of all, just pretend he stop. Pretend he doesn't exist at all. That's literally my MO. I'm just kidding. First of all, I feel like this pairs nicely with our first question. So it's more important for you to look hot for yourself. So like look hot for no reason. But more importantly, look hot for yourself. If you don't find yourself attractive, no one will. So and when you have four kids in the house, I'm sure it's not easy to like put yourself together to like feel attractive when you're like trying to feed them and like wiping this and cleaning that. Like it's like a cooking cleaning game, trying not to kill them at the same time. So like what I would say, so maybe ignoring him really will work. Um, it's never okay. So like it's never about because you mentioned I'm just looking at your question because I'm trying to figure out what the question is. Any advice on spicing up? Mind you, we've been quarantined with four kids. Doesn't help. 
I mean, so first of all, it's never about your body post baby in your prime. Attraction is about lure. So like, even though I'm kind of kidding about ignoring him, like I'm not really at the same time. So it could be your dangling earring, the way you laugh, maybe your nail polish, but men are like cats. When you flash a shiny, hard to reach object that they absolutely love that shit. So stop. Men are not dogs, men are cats. So shine from within, take, take care of yourself, compliment yourself, make yourself a healthy breakfast, like be your own shine. And if that doesn't work, big hair, perfume, low cut shirt works every time. But I guess I would say like, it's probably not has nothing to do with like your, your kids and he's not interested. Sometimes it's just like people are just tired or like going through their own shit. So like, keep that in mind too. Like maybe he's trying, maybe he's stressed. Maybe he's trying to hold it all together. Like just offer him a massage. Be like, you look like you should, you could use some oil on your back and then just like, be like, lay down. Just honestly, if I were you truly, one of the best ways is to put, do the whole lure attraction. But if that like, isn't working, then I would seriously just be like, um, why don't I give you a massage? Stop. I would honestly say though, like, I'm, I'm serious. Like your, your own shine from within is like what attracts everybody. So I guess my advice on that would be like doing something different, spicing it up. You can even like talk to him about it if you don't want it, if those little things aren't working. But I'm telling you, even from just like wearing, because also like, what are you wearing around the house? Because that's the other thing. Like so many people are like, my husband doesn't notice me. And it's like, have you looked in the mirror in 20 years? Like get yourself together, girlfriend. Like if you don't find yourself hot, how is he supposed to find you hot? How is he supposed to hit on you? Do you hit on you? I hit on myself every day. I look in the mirror. I'm like, girl, what up? I love those white pants. So I'm just kidding. It's not, it's truly, it's never about your body. It's not post baby body or in your prime attraction truly is about lure. Like I know it sounds silly, but like, don't chase him around. Don't give him a ton of attention. Like he'll come around. Like, especially if you're looking good, feeling good. And you're like bossing up, you're like, you're managing all the kids and shit. Like you don't have time for him. He can make an appointment with you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just get out there, put on a low cut shirt. You'll be fine. And don't take it seriously. Like don't get in your head. Women are so crazy. Sometimes stop like getting in your head about it. Like he doesn't notice me. Maybe he's fucking tired. Who knows? Maybe he's tired because he's staying up playing video games because you won't let him. So like, just relax. It's fine. It's quarantine. This year has been weird. If, if all else doesn't work, just pretend to be a masseuse and like invite him into a dark room with lotion. It'll work out. Guys, <laughs> next question. This question is more about mentality. Okay. I feel like even before the pandemic, I was just out of it, borderline depressed. But since having to leave school, quarantine at home for, for over a year, it hasn't been a year, has it? While working in the medical field, I'm in nursing I'm in nursing school and I work as a receptionist in a hospital. I find myself so lost. I'm not sure if I want to work as a nurse anymore and I've completely lost all motivation. And my mom said, this is just a phase and I'm under a lot of stress, but I wonder if this is just a phase or if I'm on the wrong path. Any advice would be great. Well, way to, way to lay that on me thick. Like, first of all, you already asked your mom. So like now... I feel responsible for any guidance that I give you. Okay. I would honestly say like, and I was just saying this the other day, actually, to one of my family members, we were talking about how the whole point of school is to gain like your emotional intelligence, your social intelligence. Like it's so much more than just like going in, taking tests, reading the books. So like, having to do your schoolwork on a computer, like you're working a nine to five type of vibe is, is depressing. You know what I mean? So like, number one, you're probably not depressed. You probably are stressed. So like, give your mom some cred here. Give your mom that street cred. She knows. The number one thing I will tell you is this. If you were feeling like you're not in the right field very early on, then that is when you want to take some time to assess it before you get too far into it. Number two, I heard the nursing program is extremely hard. I have a friend that's a nurse. So I have a couple friends actually that are nurses. And 
if you are finding it like something you're not passionate about right now, trying to drag yourself through it is just going to make it that much worse. But here's what I'm saying. If you are truly passionate about it, it's something that like when you do the work, when you're, when you get your head in the zone, you know what I mean? You're feeling it. It's like a good vibe. Keep going with it. There's nothing worse than dropping out of school and then wishing that you just push through. So I would just say push through, get through school, get your degree, and you can always rework your career from there, especially being in a field that is always in high demand and it's going to pay you well. But at the same time, we talked about it in our pep talk today, you know, a big factor in success is happiness. So I would just say, if you're feeling a lot of stress, you're feeling under pressure, there that is so normal for anybody under any degree. So if it's something that you just, you know, you're like, I can't do this job. Like I, I don't want to get out and be a nurse. If you just know that, then yeah, maybe it's time to look at another career option or look at, you know, switching your major, but by no circumstances, should you ever, you know, take time, you know, take a year off and like, think about what you're passionate about. Cause that year is going to pass either way. And you'll be glad you got your credits done or whatever. So anyways, my advice to you is to really look at why you're not feeling motivated, why you're not feeling passionate. And let me tell you something right now. I wrote a book this year and I didn't feel motivated and I didn't feel passionate. It's something I love doing. It's something I'm I'm happy that I did, that I pushed through, that I did that because I always wanted to do it. But I didn't feel fucking motivated. I didn't feel passionate. So and then sometimes with the podcast, I don't feel super motivated or passionate sometimes, but I do it because I love it. And like deep down, it's like something that I feel inspired by, you know what I mean? So like find your, like, is it in your heart to be a nurse? You know, is it, is it something that like, you just know, all right, you know what? I'm more stressed about not seeing my friends. I'm more stressed about not being at a keg party right now where Kevin can hit on me. Like, are you more stressed about not being at school, not having that social factor? Cause that's a huge part of going to school. That's why you suffer through class and, you know, <laughs> the terrible, professor that like gives you an A minus just to piss you off. Like, you know what I mean? So really figure out where the stress is coming from. Everybody is stressed right now. Nobody feels motivated right now. And that is a part of like going through school and going through life. You know what I mean? You will have to work hard and it will not always be fun or easy, but I would just say, keep going, whether you're going to keep going with nursing fine, but you can't, you know, and I don't know what your mom said, but you absolutely can't drop out. You need to like pick something else. So keep going with nursing or pick something else. Or maybe it's the fact that right now we're in a pandemic and you're working in a hospital and that shit is stressful. Like why are you stressing yourself out before you're stressed out? Like maybe you need to also look at that. Like how many hours you actually work at that hospital while you're going to school? Cause that might be too much pressure. You know what I'm saying? So just take a look at where the stress is really coming from. But what I would say is don't feel like you're on the wrong path. You're absolutely not. You're getting an education that's amazing. There's so much downtime right now that there's no better time than to get an education than right now. So what I'm saying is like, just keep going no matter what, whether you keep going with nursing or you pick a different field, this year is going to pass, two years is going to pass, and you'll be so glad you got those credits out of the way and then you're out living your life, doing your thing. So trust me from experience, just keep going. You'll, it'll be over before you know it and you'll be glad you did it. So guys, that is our pep talk. Hopefully I picked a good variety of questions. I had a lot of people say like, I feel like you only do weight loss or I feel like you only do relationships. So I tried to pick some other ones on here that I actually haven't gotten to in a while. So these, some of these questions were asked like three months ago. I just haven't had a chance to click on some of the updated ones. A lot of people have been sending me in updates like, oh, hey, I just heard my question. And, um, you know, here's what's been going on with that. So like, guys, it's like a whole therapy thing. Like, so hit me up. It's chelseaswiftblog.com. Hit the homepage, scroll all the way down. There's a little message board. You can fill out all the fun things. You can also sign up for my newsletter. You can also order my first book, support your girl. Again, you can also download the Anchor app and you can click on like a monthly subscription. It's, I think it's like one's like 99 cents. One's like five 99, but it's a monthly subscription to listen to my podcast. Check me out, support your girl. 
Also on Patreon, you can click on my audio program. That is new. And yeah, guys, hopefully we had a great pep talk. I will see you on the next one. Hopefully for some gym motivation and hopefully you are feeling relaxed. You're feeling inspired. You're not going to like carry all your worries into 2021. Release, allow, let go. That's how you grow. I will see you guys in 2021.